0: Welcome to Crazy Good Talks with Deirdre Van Nest. In this podcast, we help growth-oriented financial advisors, leaders, sales professionals, and experts stand out and own the room every time they speak. Deirdre will empower you to grab and keep the attention of any audience, live or virtual, make emotional connections with your listeners, and inspire them to take action. Join us on this journey where Deirdre will empower you to become a more confident presenter and knock it out of the park when you speak.
1: It's Crazy Good Talks time. Wow, the your presentations, grab the room. Deirdre Van Nest will teach you how. Deirdre is the founder of Crazy Good Talks, and as a top-rated international keynoter and trainer, Deirdre has mastered the techniques. She's taught countless other advisors, leaders, sales professionals, and experts how to master them too. I'm Patrice Sikora, and in this inaugural podcast, we will start with the basics. Deirdre, what does being a crazy good speaker mean? And really, why is it so important in today's marketplace?
0: What it means is that you know how to stand out and own the room every time you speak, whether it's a live room or a virtual room. It means you know how to grab an audience's attention right away, and you know how to keep their attention, whether you're speaking for one minute, one hour, or one day. And finally, you know how to get people to take action. The reason why it's so important today, Patrice, is it's it's really the differentiator and more important than ever, because you might have to be doing it virtually. So this was a skill that's that's always been critical and always been important to have. Mm-hmm. But now it's no longer something that people couldn't can put aside. It's something they have to pay attention to. And you know, one of my favorite quotes is by James Hume. James Hume is a presidential speech writer. And he says, every time you speak, you're auditioning for leadership. And that's really the theme of this entire podcast is, is, is having our listeners keep that in mind that every time you speak, you're auditioning for leadership. This means you cannot bore people when you speak. But sadly, most people do. And it's not because they themselves are boring. It's because they don't know how to put content and ideas together in a way that captivates and inspires others.
1: I love that idea about auditioning for leadership. Yeah. Tell me more about these ideas, the content and the ideas and, and how you put them together.
0: Well, let's look at the real estate industry for an analogy. I'm a real estate investor. I love the real estate industry. And I think they've kind of got this thing like locked and loaded. Patrice, let's pretend we were looking at two houses. Mm -hmm. Okay. And both of these houses are in the same neighborhood, maybe just a few streets apart. They go on the market at the same time, and they're asking the same amount of money. Okay. And the houses are exactly the same. So the footprint inside of the house is is the same. They're like cookie cutter replicas of one another. Okay. vanilla, 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 oranges, oranges, apples, apples. Exactly. Exactly. With this exception, On the outside of one of the houses, they have added shutters, they have a really nice door, they have landscaping, where the other house does not. Which house do you think is going to sell first and, and for a higher price?
1: Oh, you get that curb appeal, and that's what's going to suck you in.
0: Exactly. It's the curb appeal. So how does this relate to presentation skills and how you structure your content? A lot of people, particularly if you're in an industry like financial services, you know, you have the same footprint of information that pretty much everybody else does. What makes you unique, what makes you stand out is adding the curb appeal to your footprint of content, adding what I call the flair to the footprint. So that means knowing how to take a basic kind of basic set of content, if you will, and kind of zhuzh it up, right? And jazz it up and give it that flair so that it sounds different than anyone else who could present on the same topic. And so it lures people in and it has them uh, have that emotional connection that people get from a house when it has great curb appeal. But can everybody do this? I mean, is it, this is a special skill? Well, it is a special skill, but everybody who's willing to learn can absolutely do this. And I have to tell you, when I discovered that about, oh, it's been about 12 years ago, 13 years ago, um, you know, I just thought like certain people were born with great speaking skills. And I think, right, that's what most people think. You got it, got it, or you don't. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely not true. Being a crazy good speaker is a learned skill. And there's actually a science to this. I wasn't great at this at one point. And in episode two, we're going to talk more about my backstory. So you'll, you'll hear about that, but I've worked with clients that you would have thought, Oh, there's no way. (laughs) And they thought, right. And they thought there's no way. And they end up knocking it out of the park. So let me give you an example. One of my, one of my clients is a financial advisor named Bob and Bob's been in the industry, that time, probably almost 30 years at that time, a long, long time. So very successful advisor, but, but he came to me because he said, Deirdre, I know that I'm not a really dynamic presenter or speaker or communicator, Mm -hmm. and this is an area that I want to get better at. And, and Bob, just to give you kind of a picture was sort of more, and no offense to any like accountants or CPAs, you know, who might be listening, but he was more of that, what people stereotype a CPA, right? just a little more Mm -hmm. kind of straight laced and, and, and very, very factual and, um, and he, dry, he wasn't really leaning over audiences. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. He was kind of dry in his presentation.
0: Thank you. That's that's great. He was kind of dry in his presentation skills and, and with animation and facial expressions and whatnot. <laughs> Bob and I worked together. He he worked through the, the Crazy Good Talks Blueprint. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. That's the the system I created to teach others these skills. About a year I- into this, I, I get a call from him and he says, Deirdre, I have got this amazing opportunity to and he called it an audition an audition to a board so so it was a real estate company it was a board who ran the company okay and they were looking for an advisor to advise the board but if that advisor did a great job they were then willing to introduce this advisor to their 10,000 realtors Oh, dear. Yeah. So this was a really big opportunity for him, as you can see. So they had narrowed it down based on credentials and expertise to three advisors. So Bob and two others. Uh So they go in for this quote unquote audition. And the audition was they had to put together a 20 minute presentation. We worked on that presentation. We put it together uh, following the Crazy Good Talks Blueprint Bob gave me a call a couple of days after the presentation, the audition, and he said, Deirdre, before I even got back to my office, I had a call from the chairman of the board saying we unanimously picked you. Whoa. Yes. That's- yes. I, I think it blew him away. And if you had told him a year ago that that would have been possible, I, I don't think he would have believed it.
1: And, you know, you said he'd been in the business 30 years, so it's never too late to learn this? It's
0: never too late. Many of my clients, whether it's an advisor, whether it's a leader in another industry, whether they're an expert like a professional speaker like me or a consultant, start working with me decades into their career. I have many that start earlier on, obviously. But I have many that start working decades into their career, and they they knock it out of the park. And Patrice, those clients do really well because they're not they're not busy learning the basics of their career right like they're right. already really established in their expertise so they have the the focus where they can dedicate to learning these skills and once they learn these skills man it's a game changer it wow. just it just takes them over the top
1: all right so you're talking about people here who really as we said maybe they're dry in their presentation what about people who are good speakers yeah. and communicators can do they benefit as well
0: oh absolutely so think about an athlete right think about some of the great oh. athletes I can't imagine a single athlete that would ever say I don't need a coach. Can you?
1: No, true. You're absolutely. I mean,
0: even Michael Jordan, right at the right. top of his game, uh, is not going to say I don't need a coach. Right. They know that's part of how they got to where they are and what will keep taking them higher. It's the same concept. I'm just thinking about a client of mine named Jim. We worked together years ago. He was already a top notch professional, international speaker, being paid really well, had a good following, a book, you know, the whole deal. And he came to me because he said, I just know I've hit this ceiling. I've hit this ceiling. And I cannot for the life of me figure out what to do to break through the ceiling. And? And we broke through the ceiling and he was absolutely (laughs) thrilled. So it doesn't matter if you're already really good at this. You've been doing this for decades. You get accolades every time you speak, bringing in tons of clients when you speak. You can break through your own ceiling and take it even higher. I promise you, if you've never trained, then you have only scratched the surface of your potential. And that is so exciting.
1: And thinking about training to be a speaker, that's that's a strange concept in itself, How do you learn to be a crazy good speaker?
0: The way I teach my clients how to be crazy good speakers is through what I've called the crazy good talks blueprint. It's a process that teaches them how to stand out and own the room, right? How to grab people's attention, keep their attention, inspire them to take action. What's interesting, Patrice, when when you think about someone that has great speaking or presentation skills, Mm -hmm. likely you're looking at the delivery, right? I mean, that's usually what people, what people are grading people on is their delivery. What I think most people don't realize is that 80% of being a really great, I'll say crazy good speaker comes before the delivery. It's how you structure your content. It's that flair to the footprint or that curb appeal that we talked about earlier. So think about this for a moment. Have you ever seen a really great actor in a bad movie? Yes. Yes. Right. Oh, yes. The, the problem is, is for that actor is they might be amazing. Like maybe it's Meryl Streep, but she can only get to a certain level of acting because you can't rise above the writing. Does that make sense? True. true. You cannot rise. If it's crappy lines, if it's a bad storyline, right. I don't care how good she is. It's still not going to be a great movie. And she's not going to be as good as she could be when she's in something that's award winning.
1: And then vice versa, too. If you've got a great script, boy, you could have a
0: a great starring role. Absolutely. And the actor doesn't have to work as hard to be as good. Right. That's where where we spend 80% of the time with our clients. We teach them how to structure and write their ideas, their messages, and their content in a way that makes it super easy to get up there and deliver it in a powerful way. So we spend 80% of the time on structure, really, quite frankly, learning how to write and 20% of the time on delivery, because most problems that people would say, oh, they're they're bad at delivery aren't delivery problems at all. They're structure problems. Once we get the structure figured out, ironed out, then we can work on true delivery, which is actually a lot less than most people think. Is there
1: a comfort level when you've worked on the content so much too?
0: Say more. What, what do you mean by that? Say more.
1: Well, a, a content, uh, rather confidence level, you understand completely what it is you're talking about. You've gone over this this structure again and again and again, and you are very confident when you get up there and you present it.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's one of the ways that, that I started out. I was absolutely terrified, terrified to speak in episode two. I'll tell you what happened to me in ninth you? grade. Yes, oh. I know. <laughs> I'll tell you that story. Um, I was terrified to speak, and the only way that I got out there was I started reading books on presentation skills, and I looked for a process because I thought, okay. Um, and the one that I found is is by my mentor Craig Valentine. It's called World Class Speaking. Amazing book. Mm-hmm. I read that. I mean, it was dog-eared. It was underlined. It was highlighted. And I figured, okay, if world class speakers are using this process, like, how bad could I be? <laughs> Right. So, so I do tell my clients rely on the process to get you through in the beginning. You know, I teach a strategy on how to open so that you grab everyone from the first words out of your mouth and boy, the confidence that breeds Patrice, when you see all eyes on you, or even if it's on a webinar, people are typing in the chat, you know, they're paying attention that automatically boosts your confidence.
1: Okay. You had mentioned, I think uh, when we were talking off, off mic, about a three-leg legged stool.
0: One of the ways that the crazy good talks blueprint is structured and the reason why it's so powerful and very unique from anything else that I'm aware of in the marketplace is is going back to this idea of of not speaking just not being about delivery. There's actually three legs to the stool of being a crazy good very powerful speaker. So there's content.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: a financial advisor, a leader, an expert's going to have their own content. Okay. That, and they're usually pretty familiar with their content, right? Then there's delivery, the way that you show up. How do you, are you animated? How do you move? Are you are you engaged, right? Kind of your physicality, your, your rate of speech, your tone of voice, there's delivery. And again, that's what most people think of when they think of a great speaker. And then the, there's the third leg, and that's the structure. That's how do you put these ideas in order? How do you say different things? Those are the three legs that we address through the Crazy Good Talks Blueprint. And this is why we can take people who otherwise would never be able to say they were a great speaker and help them be a great speaker. And this is why we can also take people who are amazing and find those little tweaks and those little nuances that'll get them to the next level. Okay. I'm there. You got me. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what groups would
1: benefit from learning this blueprint?
0: Well, I mean, really, I hate to say everybody, because I always tell my clients you're, a niche can't be everybody, right? You don't want to be appealing yep. to everybody. So we're not necessarily appealing to everybody in this podcast, but quite frankly, everybody. I mean, I just got an email from someone who said they use what they learned to write their Christmas card. <laughs> and I've gotten clients have told me they've used what they learn at speed, like eulogies for a funeral and wedding toasts. Oh, dear. So really everybody can benefit It's and you'll learn global communication skills. You will learn how to be a better writer. So if you write articles, this is really gonna help you with that as well. But who we're really targeting in this podcast, so who you're gonna hear me calling out are uh, those in the financial services industry. So advisors and wholesalers in the financial services industry, leaders, leaders in financial services and leaders across all industries. And then finally, what I call experts. Experts are are people like me. You might be a professional speaker, you might be an author, you might be a consultant, but you are an expert in a certain body of content. And the podcast is great for sales professionals too, right? Oh, absolutely. All right. All
1: right. And and okay, they've learned the blueprint. Yes. What happens then?
0: Yes. Exciting things yes. begin to happen. Um, and this is where you start to get more opportunities than you ever imagined possible. Because let's face it, people do judge other people based on their speaking skills. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and I tell my clients, you can be an A plus, let's say you're an A plus leader at your skills or an A-plus advisor, an A-plus consultant. But if you're a B-minus speaker, you've got a problem, right? You've got a problem. There's a gap there. And what will happen, people won't know you're A-plus at your role because they will always equate your your smarts and your expertise and your credibility with the level of your communication skills. They won't go beyond that. They won't go beyond that. And vice versa, you might not be A-plus in your skill level, but if you're an A-plus speaker you're actually gonna get promoted, you're gonna get clients, you're gonna get opportunities that you maybe haven't even earned yet in terms of your skill level. You got some examples there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I don't. I don't really have an example of 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 people not earning, so I'm not going to go there, right? Because there's no level. But I do have some examples of what happens when you become a crazy good speaker. And you know, we already talked about Bob. We talked about Jim. So, so you heard about them. Two other stories stand to kind of come out in my mind. One is a client of mine named Mike. He he's a financial advisor. Again, he had been in the industry for a couple of decades, and about five, six years ago, he came to me and just said, you know, I've been I've been delivering this one college planning seminar for years. And I'm starting to wonder if it's worth it. It's a lot of prep time. And then I got to get to the place i to give the presentation, you know, it's a couple hours doing that. And I'm not I don't have a lot to show for it. I I might get a couple of clients here and there over the course of the year, but but not enough to make this worth it. I said, well, let's let's take a look at what you're doing. So he delivered the presentation for me, I was able to to critique it and analyze it and and find where the problems were. Okay. Patrice, and then teach him and help him rewrite it so that he would get the results that he wanted. Last year, I get an email from him and he says, "Georgia, I just want you to know how much income I've generated over the years since I've been delivering the presentation. And do you know what he said? No, what? <laughs> North of $2 million. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Not bad from no, from. No. Yeah. So from one presentation, so basically the way that that money was generated and for my advisors who are listening, this will be super exciting. He was able to turn a lot of those folks into appointments and then turn those folks into clients. And then they move their assets over to work with him. Right. And then obviously he got paid on other products, right? Maybe protection products, things like that. That was really exciting <laughs> for him. That's very. Yes. And, and really exciting for me to hear as, as his coach and mentor. And then another, another story is a leader, Jessica. Jessica is a major in the United States Air Force. And she... She's in the reserves right now, and I just want to read. She just sent me this email because I was asking her about this story, and she said, I was selected to work on a committee for the Secretary of the Air Force with our top generals because of my speaking skills. I was also selected to lead a program on equity and inclusion for a 1,200-person military unit because of my ability to present complex diversity and inclusion content clearly with impact. And, and then I asked her, I said, you know, is this typical? And she said, well, I I definitely am doing briefings and teaching people who outrank me because of my speaking skills. And that's unusual. Mm. So that's, that's super true. exciting.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. Right? Absolutely. Now, just a quick question here. You mentioned the physical presentations that the one advisor gave for the, the college uh, programs. Yeah. Are you finding a a problem with people moving to the virtual world?
0: Great question, Patrice. So yes and no. I'll tell you what the, I'll tell you what the problem is. I, I'll just, let's just call it a challenge. It's not really a problem. Yeah, it's that's a, better. it's, that's it's, it's a it's a learning curve. It's that, That's what it is. It's a learning curve. First of all, I think when we started out, people thought, well, this isn't going to last that long. Right. So I don't really need to learn this skill. Well, how, how many months are we 10 months into this now? Uh, or seems so like right a
1: of years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It seems like years, but we're 10 months in and it's clear this isn't necessarily, I mean, there's light at the end of the tunnel, but it's not ending tomorrow. And I don't know that this is going to go away. And, and I don't think it should. I actually think that there's going to be a combination now for many years between virtual presentations and in-person presentations. Once the world goes back to some, some normalcy. Mm-hmm. I think that even if you're sitting around waiting and you're like, well, there's light at the end of the tunnel, there's a vaccine coming. I mean, that's great to be excited, but that's the wrong way to think in terms of putting off learning how to be a crazy good speaker on a virtual platform. This is a skill you're going to want to have for the rest of your career. And and you should want it because the return on investment, when you learn this skill, the return on investment is astronomical, way higher sometimes than you can get with a live presentation because you you don't have to go anywhere. All right. Right? You don't have to buy people a meal. I mean, if you're a financial right. advisor, they could be spending thousands of dollars on a meal. Well, you've just eliminated that. Oh, you, you have to have zoom in. Exactly. If you're a professional speaker like me, you you can stay home and not spend a day and a half. Patrice, I used to spend a day and a half traveling for one 60-minute keynote. And wow. now guess what? One 60-minute keynote takes me 60 minutes.
1: Mhm. And how many And I've got a day pay? and a half. Yeah. would you say? And how many can you do in a day?
0: That's exactly it. I can book multiple in a day or I can, I can do other things. I can spend time with my family. I can exercise more. This is a skill you want to have. So get over the, Oh, this is temporary. That's one of the, that's one of the learning curves and the mindsets that's getting in the way for people. Then you have to get over the, this is scary. And it is scary. It, it It is. I, to, I totally get it. I've been able to pivot quickly because, fortunately, I have been speaking virtually and teaching virtual classes since 2012. I was doing this before it was a thing, and now it's a thing. <laughs> I'm teaching my clients how to adapt what they would do live for webinars and virtual meetings. We will be talking about that, and we will be calling out the nuances, in this podcast, but I, I'm working with with a group of advisors right now. They just delivered a webinar on Tuesday. And they had 170 people show up, which is huge. And so far, I think they're they're up to about 18 or so appointments. Which and this is the thing that you'll have to get used to if, if you're used to speaking live and you were converting, say, 50 percent of the room to appointments. That is not likely to happen on a webinar or not likely to happen until you get really, really good at it. And even then it might not happen on a webinar. So, Patrice, the main, I'd say, problem or challenge once you get good at this and, and you're in the game is that your conversion rate will typically be lower on a webinar or a virtual meeting, and you just have to be okay with that. All right. I told these clients yesterday, they're like, well, we don't know how to feel about that. I said, you got a 10% conversion rate on a webinar, and this is your first time out. I'm thrilled with that. I, I think that's that's great.
1: In this podcast, Deidre, are you going to share actionable tools and some skills?
0: Oh, everything. This is what I'm known for. I tell my, my, my clients who hire me to speak, if I don't give your audience immediately actionable tools, they can leave the moment they leave the room, you don't pay me. I'm making that promise on this podcast. And not that you're paying me for this podcast, but I take very seriously the fact that you're spending a half hour with me. That's a half hour. You could be working. You could be praying. You could be exercising you could be with your family and I'm going to make it worth your while. So you will always get an actionable skill that you could use Mm -hmm. the moment you leave the podcast.
1: All right, then how can listeners contact you if they want to
0: learn more right now? Go to crazygoodtalks with an S.com. So, crazygoodtalks.com. That's my website. So, you can check me out there. Also, I'm very active on LinkedIn. I post a lot of great content and tools and tips on LinkedIn. And I'd love to be personally connected. I, I'm an open networker. So, invite me to connect with you on LinkedIn.
1: Obviously, this is not going to be a boring podcast, people, so keep listening. Get the latest Crazy Good Talks podcast from Deirdre Van Nest by subscribing with the subscribe button on this page, and you can also share with the share button. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again later.
0: Thank you for listening to the Crazy Good Talks podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered in this podcast represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Accelerated Performance, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.